Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of anime and the Japanese culture all around the world, welcome to the one, the only, Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. It is me, JR, back here, safe and sound at home, on this 16th of September, 2020. And joining me, as he usually does on a wonderful evening like this, my friend, from north of the border, Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Hello. It is Wednesday night. You are in charge and always right with the world. Always right with the world. That's <laughs> Well, I guess unless you're a hockey fan right now, depending on what team you're rooting for. Oh, yeah. We've had a few more dropouts since last we spoke. Yes. But one is hanging on by their toenails and just desperately trying to hold on. A local team to you, by the way. Yes. <laughs> it's one more one more loss. We send them back to the stadium under construction, I think. I was going to say one more loss to get kicked out of the bubble, and they can go sit in the hole that is their new home. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been, Neff? Uh, about a month, right? I uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think. It, it sounds about right. It's The days and weeks are kind of, you know, melding together at, at some point, you know. Only major milestones make me go, oh, yeah, the calendar changed. Oh, yeah, I got paid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, almost a month. Uh, yeah, the uh, the last few weeks up in Saratoga were pretty stressful, um, including the last week that I worked. I worked seven days in a row, and then I had to drive back. Okay, seven days straight and then driving back the next day? Yeah. 
are you a, are you a masochist? Like, do you enjoy pain? Ugh. Well, I I, I don't want to say anything ill about my uh, place of work, but you know, it is what it is. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, when you know you get voluntold to do things at work, you're kind of like, yes, sir, yeah. no, sir, three bags full, sir. I know that feeling. <laughs> and then the day after the day after I get back, um, it's like, uh, okay, we're gonna keep you for a few hours because we don't have all the equipment. Come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, hopefully uh, things are back to normal in that neck of the woods. In this neck of the woods, on the other hand. I finally, finally, finally have a new computer up and running, and uh, graphics look amazing. Uh, unfortunately, I had a bit of a snafu. Uh, a snafu, sir? Yes, in the process of building my computer. Um, I booted up. I uh, don't put in the Windows key, which is a good thing, because when I try to listen to something from my new speakers, I only get the right channel of audio. I'm like, what's going Uh-oh. on? So, is it the speakers? Let me try my headphones. Still coming out of one side. The back audio jack is shot. Ugh. Yuck. So, I'm looking around, uh, trying to find solutions and asking people like you and a few others, trying to find out what am I going to do about this? Uh, do I just kind of jerry-rig uh, the sound system to the headphone jack in the front of the PC, which is, you know, kind of a very, very wonky workaround? Or do I invest uh, in a sound card uh, that I have room for in the PC and just plug it in? Or do I take everything apart, exchange the motherboard? Eventually, I took everything apart and exchanged a motherboard, which was a pain in the neck, but uh, I was able to exchange the motherboard for something similar for free because it was under the um, 15-day exchange window for the motherboard, and I didn't have to pay anything else out of pocket. So a little extra labor, but, uh, you know, nothing else to pay. I I was going to say, at least this way you can say, you've not only built one computer, you've built two. (laughs) Well, cumulative, it's much more than that. But yeah, two in a week. Go figure, huh? I was going to say, I'll I'll hire you to come up here and build my next one. (laughs) But uh, yes, uh, I finally installed Flight Simulator. This was the whole impetus for uh, building a new PC. And uh, the graphics are set to ultra high, which is game set on its own. And it runs like a charm. Uh, I did a yeah. I've, I've seen several screenshots, and I'm going. It's basically, it looks like real life. Like I'll say this, it looks like real life on most settings. Oh yeah, there's no way around that. Very much so. I could easily pick out some landmarks as I was flying out. Um, they still have to make some progress on a few of the airplanes in the game. Um, so what happened is I flew a couple of flights in the flight simulator uh, with a general aviation turboprop. So general aviation turboprop, sort of one that, you know, a pilot could fly for business or maybe, you know, if you're a charter, you fly very important people in these types of planes. 
So I flew a plane called a TBM 930, a French airplane, uh, a single-engine turboprop. I flew from LaGuardia to uh, Toronto City, which is the island airport uh, just off of downtown. And uh, it uh, flew like a charm. Um, uh, I was able to enjoy the flight and everything. I enjoyed the approach into Toronto over the lake. And uh, uh, Neff will get a kick uh, out of the fact that I named the airplane. Uh, the aircraft registration was Charlie November Echo Foxtrot Charlie. Or C-N-E-F-C. Neff-C. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. JR uh, forwarded me a photo. And I blinked, I looked again, I expanded it, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd definitely be unique flying that plane, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, it, was, uh, it was a charm to land. Uh, well, the, the runways in city are, are pretty short, oh my goodness. Yeah, well, don't forget that that is only meant to be a very small airport because of all the people who live on the on that various plot of land. Right. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want large, noisy planes. Mm-hmm. They don't want actually any planes whatsoever. But of course, you know, as the saying goes, money talks and uh, the rest walks. We won't tell you what the rest is because this is a PG rated program. <laughs> but in any event. Um, we oh, someone in the chat room asked, uh, what video card are you running, Jer? Uh, I will tell you right now. Uh, it is a uh, PNY, that's the manufacturer, uh, GE Force RTX 2060 Super with 8 gigabytes of RAM on the graphics. Okay, th- that's frightening that a video card now has 8 gigs of video RAM because I remember... And I'm dating myself again. One of the first video cards I ever bought had a grand total of 64 kilobytes of video RAM. And it was quite expensive in its day. Oh, yes. Th- this graphics card today costs 400 bucks, And it has been devalued now that the manufacturer has released the next series, the 3000 The 3000 series. series. The technology I look for in, in the computer when I was building it it's kind of like with my iPhone. I'll just take technology that's tried and tested and not something that comes right out of the gate. Thank you very much. Yes, the bleeding edge sometimes does cut you. So, yeah, yeah I can see why you'd say no. In fact, speaking of bleeding edge, someone in the chat room, they ask, uh, have you seen iOS 14, which is the new version of the Fruits operating system? Is that officially out now? Yes, it was officially released today at 1 p.m. Pacific. Interesting. Now I have not tried it out yet, and I don't think I want to try it out uh, until I hear the re- all the reports. I was going to say, brand new version, not, not just an increment, but a brand new version, mm-hmm. stay away for at least two weeks. Okay. Let someone else be the unpaid beta tester, thank you very much, <laughs> especially if you value your data. Right, right. Um, I have uh, I have some more questions about uh, my computer. Okay, so I'm going to tell everybody what's in my computer now. So everybody's you know everybody's questions answered. So okay. I ha- I talked about the video card. My CPU is an AMD Ryzen five thirty six hundred. 
which apparently is very, very hard to get these days. Uh, it's one of the components I actually had to pick up from my local computer store, the Micro Center. Um, but I heard it was an overall good uh, uh, computer processing unit uh, for the multitude of tasks that I'm looking to do, gaming, mm-hmm. and eventually... Once again, that new computer hopefully is going to replace this rig that I'm using right now, the one that's been running the radio station for almost 10 years, because it's almost 10 years old. <laughs> um, but um, So hopefully after, you know, it's sitting in my kitchen after I work it out uh, another week or two, hopefully this will come out and the new rig will go in. Um, it has an air cooler, an aftermarket air cooler, which is a German company, uh, Be Quiet Pure Rock 2, and it runs very, very silent, except, of course, when you're playing Microsoft Flight Simulator or something like that. But even so, it's not very loud at all. Mm. Um, very useful. Uh, the motherboard is an MSI B450 Tomahawk Max. Uh, I have 32 gigabytes of RAM. The brand is Corsair Vengeance LPX. Um, two hard drives. I have uh, the only one I'm using right now and where I install Flight Simulator. A Western Digital Black SN750 M2 NVMe. Well, that's a long phrase. 500 gigabytes. And a one terabyte Crucial BX500 2.5 inch solid state drive. So all solid-state drives for this computer. Yes, well, that's where you get your access speed. But as I've always said, whether you have a mechanical hard drive or a solid-state hard drive, your next purchase should be a backup system right? because your data is important. Oh, yes. So hopefully after I finish uh, installing a few more things, I'll go to the solution that Neff recommended, which was the Macrium Reflect. Um, Let's see. I have, uh, now we talk about all the colors. My case is a Thermaltake V250, and my power supply is a Thermaltake Smart BX1 750-watt 80-plus bronze. All the colors. So the case has three RGB, ARGB fans in the front and a fan in the back. The power supply has an RGB fan that comes out of it. Uh, so yes, uh, I can select all the colors I want by hitting, uh, the button on the PC. Eventually, if I wanted to, I could, uh, hook up the switch to the motherboard and have the computer control it. Okay. I- I'll say this now, Jer. I never pegged you for someone who's going to have, you know, the fancy color, color flying case. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, but they were uh, they were decently priced, and I mean I don't mind uh, the extra bells and whistles. Uh, and then we have uh, da, 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 just the regular accessories. Uh, uh, mouse is a Corsair Harpoon RGB. Uh, keyboard is a Aoki KMG12 RGB. More colors. Uh, monitor is an MSI G241 24 inch with 144 hertz. Uh, my Wi-Fi is a TP-Link AC1300. And the audio speakers are the Clips Pro Media 2.1 THX, which were on sale from Costco. Well, there you go. You get you get gear, get your accessories from Costco. You're at least saving there. Oh, yes. And I got the shipment uh, uh, earlier in the week. 20 pounds. Uh, oh, my goodness. 
<sighs> I joked that about two-thirds of the weight is, T- is the THX. <laughs> that constitutes two-thirds of the weight. <laughs> the heavy cost of licensing. Yes. but Literally. Uh, <sighs> but uh, So that's my PC. No, but though, going back to the sound cards, um, mm. I was looking the other day at the sound cards uh, as the potential workaround. Why would there be sound cards out there costing like $150 and up? Oh, you can get the maximum sound experience if you buy one of our dedicated processor cards. This is Sound Blaster, by the way. $150 and up. You're joking, right? I can explain that very quickly. Because most of the time, what you get on the motherboard is considered good enough. Okay? But it also requires some of the computing power of the computer itself to do some of the work. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a dedicated sound card, all that stuff is done on the card itself, Mm -hmm. right? Which in theory, theory, lessens the load on the CPU. But unless your CPU is really low-end or really creaky and old like mine is, cough, uh, (laughs) you won't really really see the difference. And I say that that only slightly jokingly, folks, because my CPU is from the 3000 series. Of Intel processors, so i7 3770, oh. which means it is now seven. I managed to squeeze seven years out of it, right. and only now is it starting to chug. Yeah, I see. Well, at least you get so, a uh, good good distance out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, so you know that's going to be the next thing. I think later in the fall, once some financial issues get resolved, I'll be looking and I'll be going, okay. Do I want a new computer that I can actually lift and is expensive right. or one that I have to have somebody install for me that is cheaper? Right. Like, right. I have to sort of make a, a call maybe later. The next thing I will probably look into, if I can, I can probably afford it, but the question is, will I have the space for a new computer desk? Mm. Looking at your setup and remembering, you don't have that much spare space in that room for that. I mean, if you if you angle the camera down, oh, uh, I'm pointing my camera so Neff can see the setup here. Yes, you see, you could get a wider desk, but part of the desk would then be taken over by uh, your audio mixer. Right. You know, I mean, you've seen mine. Mine is fairly wide. Right. So. That's one thing you have to watch for. And the other thing you have to watch for is how deep the desk is. Right. Because, of course, if it's too far in, you'll come running around the corner and you'll bash your shin right. or your, your, your leg repeatedly. Right. Don't ask me how I know this, folks. <laughs> Which is why I had to uh, go for like a small gaming monitor, the 24-inch. I've got a 22-inch uh, monitor here. So uh, the 24-inch should fit in just uh, nicely. Yeah, that should be that should be fine. Although you you won't have to do what I did uh, because now that I have a second screen, I had to get a monitor arm. Now, monitor arms are one of those things that shouldn't be expensive, right? But you can get into stupid, stupid money for the, the things. Mm. Like like I'm talking one hundred and fifty dollars Canadian for a monitor arm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, for that price, Jeez. it should be able to hold up the world. Never yeah. mind your monitor. You probably should get several for that price, right? 
Well, what happened was there's a website in Canada, redflagdeals.ca, mm-hmm. and I cruised there, and they eventually pointed me to a deal on Amazon for a monitor arm right. that was a mere $25 Canadian. Mm-hmm. It does the trick, except for one little thing. Uh-oh. More expensive monitor arms, it's a two-piece model. So basically, you have the arm, and then you have the mount that you slide into the arm. Mm-hmm. This cheap model... No, no, no. You don't get that separate piece. It's all one piece. So you have to t- get the monitor, attach the, the, the mounting screws, and then the mounting screw, the whole thing, the monitor and the arm, you have to attach the arm to the desk, tighten it to the desk while making sure the monitor and the whole thing doesn't go flying. All right. That normally isn't so hard. JR knows <laughs> if I do that, it takes me a while. Like this, this, that whole exercise took me, and I, this is not a word of a lie, folks, an hour and a half to get this to work. Oh, geez. Hour and a half from the time I started. Time, time to so, open the border so I can visit you for extraordinary circumstances. <laughs> Believe me, this would be one of those where you'd have been like, I can do this in five minutes. What are you talking about? Get out of my way. <laughs> Um, extra questions in the chat room, by the way. Yes, um, mm. hopefully the plan is once I get everything situated, the first thing um, I have to do is move the new computer here to the bedroom. That is the first priority now. Then maybe I can look into maybe streaming on Twitch, like playing games like Flight Simulator, or maybe some other games. I've told this maybe to you, Neff, and a few others. Do you know how many games I've been purchasing on Steam over the years and just keeping in my library for this very moment? Oh dear. I can I can well imagine. <laughs> so if it's I It's like me. What's that? I was gonna say, it's like me because I've got all these wonderful games on Steam, but the problem is my rig is so old now. Chug, chug, chug. This isn't fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But look, I I can I have two Final Fantasy games here. I have uh, uh, I have well, I can play Grand Theft Auto and uh, Jerry rig that like like I used to do before. Uh, let's see, uh, the Lego Movie video game, Lego Marvel Superheroes. Uh, oh boy, NBA Two K blank. Uh, let's see, uh, Saints Row. Street Fighter X Tekken. Oh, that's going to be awesome to play. <laughs> so that's yeah, my, that that's my list. Yeah. Now that now I have eight gigabytes of hardware uh, uh, graphics, I think I'm okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that plus the 32 gigs of memory and an SSD drive means you're going to be like loading these things bang, bang, bang. Right. And then hopefully uh, if I can find a... Uh, a little bit of a, a video camera to hook up to the new rig, then uh, maybe the next plan is to experiment doing the podcasts on Twitch so everybody can see us. Oh, dear. <laughs> Illusion shattered, at least in my case. <laughs> <laughs> Illusion? <laughs> Do tell. Well, I'm sure people have a certain image of me, you know, by my voice. Then they're going to see me and probably be profoundly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, w- 
well, we're going to take this one step at a time and uh, see how things work out. Um, probably after I, again, after I move the computer into here, I'll figure out how we're going to um, set things up on Twitch. I believe my username on Twitch is JR Horse. So I think if we were to do the podcast, it would probably go there. Um, mm. but we'll, we'll see how it can work out. We'll still be figuring out a way to record the podcast so um, people can listen to them later. Although it's going to be interesting doing the podcast. Well, if we were to record something on Twitch, it would save, right? And people can watch it later. I think so. Now, I'm no Twitch expert, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm more of the the kind that either watches or participates as a contestant type of deal. But <laughs> uh yeah, it's no. Well, and I say that because I I have a couple of channels I follow where the people play trivia games, etc., and you join in and you play and sometimes I do well and sometimes it's like why am I humiliating myself in front of people again? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, in the chat room is Chu. Say hello to uh, Chu, uh, better known as Strawberry Chu, a very talented artist uh, that we've worked with with uh, the Art of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida. And she will be um, developing new art uh, of Sarah for us, so please stay tuned for that. She uh, she also streams on Twitch, I know, and I think uh, she's answering our question. We have to enable some sort of feature on Twitch to save the videos. And then mm. that'll be interesting. Then we'll have the option of uh, saving the uh, podcasts on Twitch and over to Anchor. Mm. Speaking of which, remember that, should... that the... Uh, I have to get the shameless plug out of the way. Remember that the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is powered by Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Uh, you can uh, find our podcast there on a variety of podcast platforms by searching for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. We'd also like to give a special shout out to Junji, who has joined Anchor Listener Support. It is another way that you can support the podcast. Um... We have monthly support options uh, that are done through Anchor and Stripe. So uh, if you're interested in that, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and click on listener support. And uh, we'll give you the options there. Uh, you can cancel at any time by contacting Anchor support or by clicking on the link that comes in your confirmation email. Uh, YouTube is also an option. This is something that uh, obviously we're going to have to think about a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yes, because that's that's a whole new world with with video. Because audio audio is, I'll say, reasonably simple. Right. Once you're into once you're into video, there's all sorts of things you have to worry about, including you know what's in the background. Mm. So we have time to sort all of this out. Um, I'll probably uh, you know. Fly, uh, fly a few more planes like a roller coaster and flight simulator. In the in the meantime, I was telling Neff, um, the second flight that I took after I flew into City Island, I flew to O'Hare in the simulator, and as I was coming in for the approach, I crashed. The game, not the airplane. And apparently, what happened, which I can understand, is that around that time. Uh, Microsoft and Asobo pushed out a new patch for the game. 
So back to downloading. <laughs> so they apparently they they quote unquote have um, addressed a lot of the issues in the game. Um, well, I find that hard to believe now because I had the fancy idea. Let me take the 747, one of the airliners in the game, and fly from Chicago to London. Okay. And I'll leave it running in the background while we do this podcast. Um, So I follow the instructions from air traffic control. You level out at 35,000 feet. And then somewhere over Quebec, I'm given the instruction to climb to 37,000 feet. So when you're at that high altitude, you have to fly with the autopilot. So you have... um, your route set, and your altitude set. So in order to change the altitude to go up, you have to first increase the altitude. So I I increased it to 37,000. And then you have to go to vertical speed, and you have to tell the airplane how um, quickly to climb up to that altitude. So I activate plus 500 feet per minute. So I do that, and the aircraft is supposed to climb. Instead, it takes a nosedive. Huh? My uh, my autopilot is reading plus 500 feet per minute, and it decides to take a 4,000 foot per minute nosedive. Next thing I know, okay. I think the passengers are going to be weightless. I was going to say, the passengers are are calling for your scalp in the back, especially <laughs> in the first class cabin. <laughs> and can you believe it now that there are actual um, standalone add-ons you can uh, play uh, made by third parties, but you can simulate being the captain of a passenger plane flying passengers. It sort of runs separate from Flight Simulator, and it sort of ranks your performance after you land and everything. Well, what is it? What does it rank it by? The number of air sickness bags you you end up your passengers end up using, <laughs> right? <Blah! laughs> so I can go on and on and on about the computer, but. Uh, we have some more stuff to talk about. We have news about uh, anime, news about Japanese culture, big news coming out of Japan this week, which we'll talk about after this quick commercial break. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I'm JR, along with uh, Neff Canuck here north of the border. We thank you so much for joining us as we go back to our podcasts from the greatest city in the world. As we mentioned before, the uh, podcasts are supported by Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. And we thank Junji uh, for joining listener support. Um, If you would like to learn more about listener support, or find out more ways you can support the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, you can go to Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash anime radio, and you can look up all of our links there. We have links to the chat, we have links to our Facebook page, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Sarayoshida page, and there is also a donation link via PayPal. So you can uh, donate to us there if you so choose. And that will be a one-time donation as opposed to recurring donations 
through Anchor. Now, when we went to commercial break, Neff, uh, Jeremy had a question. Did you stall? No, I did not stall. The plane just took a nosedive in Flight Simulator. That's all that happened. So When you say that's all that happened, I, I just have this <laughs> mental image of... Oh, don't worry. It's fine. The plane just, you know, nosedived into the... Yes. So basically, uh, Aviation 101. Um, If you are flying up and you run out of airspeed, the airplane can't generate enough lift, and then it falls to try to counteract that. That's called a stall. That's called gravity. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) No thrust, down you go. <laughs> so um, let's talk about Japan, Neff, uh, a country that uh, we all want to go to one day after they finally lift their entry ban. They're starting to slowly reopen the borders. Since we last spoke, they have opened the borders once again to foreigners who are permanent residents. So foreigners who have visas with permanent resident status are all allowed to fly back to Japan, provided they follow the same entry procedures as everyone else. Um, you have to take a COVID test before you leave. You got to take a COVID test when you get there. You got to quarantine for 14 days. Um, they're also um, allowing from certain Asian countries uh, those that are classified as long-term residents, not permanent. And um, those who are traveling for short-term business purposes, who can avoid the quarantine as long as they submit their travel plans to the Japanese government in advance. So, telling Big Brother basically where you're going. (laughs) Yeah, just, that's kind of creepy, but okay. (laughs) But uh, at least slowly but surely, uh, this is uh, opening back up again, and we'll see... uh, where things stand as far as uh, COVID-19 progress or lack, depending on, uh, you know, where you are in the world these days, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, our local numbers have been doing the the unpopular thing and going back up again. Really? Mm. Yeah. We're back up to about, uh, last I saw, 300-plus cases a day. Oh, gee. So it's like, at one point we were down to, like, under 100 a day. We were like, I think it's 75. Wow. But as we opened up to stage three and some people are saying, you know what? I don't care. Right. And that's really what this is. I don't care. You know, the numbers have been creeping steadily back up, including hospitalizations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now schools are opening. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Pardon me while I just slightly panic here. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, yes, yeah, so certain states here in the U.S., their, uh, their numbers have gone down. Uh, we, we have uh, the quarantine uh, list here in New York State uh, saying that if you uh, are coming in from a high COVID area, you have to quarantine. Uh, I believe we took like six states off of the list, including California, Nevada, and a few others. Uh, but some states still are struggling, um, and especially the southern states still are dealing with it. Mm, I was going to say, which leads me to a question, because I don't know if you've heard of baseball's plan to create a bubble 
since oh, they they're going to do a bubble now bubble huh? in the NHL. Mm. Yes, they're using California and Texas. Now, from what I could tell, I could see California possibly working. Texas, I'm going, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah Texas is a so, big state, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the way they're doing it is actually quite ingenious in its in its complexity because mm. what they're doing is once the playoffs get past the first round, assuming mm. they do, right. we all hope that, uh, they're go- going to go into this bubble system. But what they're doing is they're forcing the AL teams, the American League teams, into the National League parks oh. and vice versa so that there won't be any home field advantage for any for any for any team in either division right that's that's the thinking interesting now whether that's smart thinking or not me yeah. but it's an idea right 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 so i i can't wait to see the blue jays trying to play in san diego cuz that's one of the, that's one of the parks in california uh, <laughs> i think it's i think it's dodger stadium and petco park i think okay. that's what their plan is okay all right um but uh, yeah, going back to Japan, uh, big news. They uh, just selected the new prime minister, uh, Yoshihide Suga. Um, who is Yoshihide Suga? Well, if you remember, Neff, last year, uh, Japan's uh, emperor abdicated and the new emperor took over. And so. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Remember the person who was standing at the podium holding up. The Japanese characters for the new era of Reiwa, he's the new prime minister. Yes. Okay, from sign holder to prime minister. Yes. Yes, you too can get you too can get your uh, re, uh, sta- station life raised in the <laughs> oddest ways possible. Yeah. So basically, the pro- the former prime minister who has been the prime minister for a long time had health issues, so uh, he decided to step down. You know, he'll be like a regular lawmaker now. And Yoshihide Suga is now the new prime minister. Uh, policies will continue. And uh, life in Japan goes on as usual, including the food. Ah, the food. What I wouldn't give to go back to Japan for a lovely okonomiyaki. Because, you know, it's going to be hard for me to get an okonomiyaki around here these days. I checked on my Grubhub uh, to try to maybe order an okonomiyaki for after the podcast. And Hinomono Ramen doesn't sell them anymore. Sad face. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> there are some other places, apparently, who do it. Maybe you'll try them at some point, but uh, Hinamata Ramen one was good. But uh, no. Um, the ones in Japan, uh, the Osaka-type variety, um, nom, 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 nom. give me that one, please. <laughs> mm. Mm. But now uh, we have a uh, promotion from... A fast food restaurant, which uh, seems like happens all the time in Japan. And they're still doing it now, even with the uh, coronavirus happening and everything. Um, There is a campaign where you can sign up uh, to visit Burger King. And for about 19 U.S. dollars, you can have um, basically an all-you-can-eat menu, which includes fries and a drink and... One, one pound burger. 
dare I ask when you say one pound, what does this monstrosity consist of? Let's take a look. Uh, we look up uh, Sora News, uh, who is reporting it. Uh, the Maximum Super One Pound Beef Burger. So it is uh, one pound of beef before cooking, I believe that's how they measure it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Creamy mayonnaise, onion pickles, four slices of bacon, four slices of cheddar cheese, 13 centimeter wide sesame seed buns, lettuce, tomato, ketchup, salt, pepper, and four quarter pound beef patties. Does the defibrillator come with it, or is that an extra cost option? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll certainly uh, do you in for the night. Uh, you know, you want to have a nice night out on the town and not break the bank? Go to Burger King. Have a one-pound burger. Do you in for the night and probably most of the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, we have people, uh, Liz saying, sign me up. She tried that, yeah. Well, it's not that you wouldn't try it, and I'm sure it's delicious, but that much food in a short period of time is the equivalent of basically, you know, putting a brick on your stomach and saying, congratulations, it's a brick. Wow. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with uh, the coronavirus and uh, see uh, where things go as far as a vaccine is concerned. We're always hearing different reports all the time. A vaccine will be ready by next spring. A vaccine will be ready in a month. Uh, nobody knows. A vaccine will be ready by the end of 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So, um, let's talk about anime. I spent a little bit of time today, Neff, uh, watching Ace of Diamond in the middle of the... Uh, one of the big championship games that um, Sato's playing, um, and the game still isn't over because I think two episodes encompassed one inning. <laughs> okay, that, that that reminds me of the horror show of real live baseball last night involving Canada's team. Uh oh, yeah. When an inning, one inning, seven runs. And most of those runs were as a result of fielding that was so poor that basically the radio hosts the next day are saying, I could have made that check, that catch. <laughs> and I mean, I watched it live. I said, okay, first one, yikes. Second one, I'm going, okay, this guy, get him off the field. Just put him, put him somewhere else, <laughs> anywhere else. I don't care. Yeah. A hole. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so... Again, the anime likes to stretch out the dramatic when it comes to those type of, you know, big moments. Yes. And, you know, uh, throwing the big pitch. Now let's take three minutes for a flashback. And how long does it take for the pitch to actually get to the batter? Exactly. Another three minutes. There you go. Oh. You can do it, Tamba. You're an amazing pitcher. Yeah, that sort of thing. Oh, God. There we go. I mean, okay, fine, great. I know you're trying to stretch a premise, but that's stretching it like Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what about you, sir? What have you been tackling in the anime and manga department? Mostly manga. I mean, I've been keeping, I've been keeping up with some series. Uh, one of the series, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. Mm -hmm. Now there's an English dub. 
which actually works a little bit, which which works a little bit better. But the very first episode, the dub, the the sounds that the Izaki was making in in Japanese were odd. In English, when you actually understand the context more fully, uh-huh. blink. <laughs> Let's just say it involved a massage chair. <laughs> this character has la- rather large opai. Oh, great. And complains about having shoulder trouble. <laughs> and making all sorts of contented noises while the chair is doing its thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything more than that. Yeah, right. But yeah. And then, uh, let's see, caught up on Two Love Rue. That's another one where it's like, okay, you know the series is cotton candy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just cotton. It, it, there's no substance to this. Right. And you're just going, okay, how bad can it get? Mm-hmm. And it gets bad. Just, you know, like I said, Pimp Diamond approved. There you go. <laughs> and then, then manga-wise, I picked up a new manga that's actually going to be an anime coming out this October. Okay. This is releasing it, Fly Me to the Moon. Interesting. Now, Not named after the song. No, no. <laughs> Basically, the premise is your male MC meets this mysterious woman as a younger younger child, uh, wants to chase after her at one point, gets hit by a truck while trying to do that. She saves him and then disappears and then walks back into his life many years later saying... Well, are we going to get married? Mm-hmm. Because that's what he wanted to do when they were younger. I see. And he agrees. <laughs> and like I said, it's, like I see, there's more going on here than meets the eye, but so far it's like, you're just, you're just blinking going, okay, this is an interesting setup. I, I, I want to see more of this. One of those, uh, one of those slice of life uh, animes. Definitely, definitely slice of life with a, tit, with a titch of mystery to it. So I'll be curious to see how that goes once the manga, more volumes and more of the, once the anime starts, how they do with it. Yes. People know me know that uh, Slice of Life is my go-to when it comes to anime. More real life, uh, more relatable, I guess, to an extent, until you throw in the story. Well, yeah, I mean, Ozaki Chan wants to hang out is very much a slice of life, Mm -hmm. but there are those moments. Right. Then, of course... I, I will bring up this other moment. The batting cage. Uh-oh. Okay. Male MC is, you know, at the batting cage. Uzaki-chan wants to try it. What do you think Uzaki-chan doesn't do that the male character did before starting to swing? What's that? Very simple. Didn't warm up at all. <laughs> and tr- and tried to hack it like she was Jose Batista. <laughs> Okay, so basically she swings, and all you hear is crack, <laughs> and down she goes. Oh no! And I'm just going, oh my back. Yeah, that no no no, that's bad. That's very bad. Oh. <laughs> I I still have to get into uh, some anime. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if it'd be convenient to just. Uh, sit in my uh, bedroom with the new computer and, and look at it there and all its 144 hertz glory. Well, considering that most of the streaming services that I know are only doing 720p, some are doing 1080, but sometimes you have to actually force it. Really? Like you have to actually, 
don't let it don't let it do the automatic thing. You have to say do, no, do 1080p, bang. Otherwise, it won't do it. Mm. So it's like, and then of course it's whether or not they have decent source material, because Amazon uh, up here anyway has most of Retro Crush's library. Mm-hmm. Retro Crush being another uh, streaming service that isn't charging yet, right? But is mostly focused on older titles. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the qual- the video quality of the older titles. Yikes! Mm. You know, the four three I can deal with. You know, you don't watch that much of it, but the actual video quality it looks very soap opera ish, for lack of a better term. Mm. Very, very, very fuzzy. I see. Which is odd on an older show like, for example, Tenjo Tenj. <laughs> do you know? The, do you know that show? I've heard of it by name. Yes. Okay, basically, it is the show, the typical shonen fighting anime of the of the genre of the, the generation. Right. And like I said, seeing it with that soap opera effect, like that very very cloudy stuff, you're just going, Ugh, that's, that just looks wrong. <laughs> so they're probably not giving it as much of a bit rate as some of the newer titles, which are you know all computer animated and all right. nice and clear and whatever. Right. Um, in the chat room, uh, Kaldith was saying, that's a very nice portrait of a sailor scout that was dedicated to you on the XAR Facebook page. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's an artwork from Chu. Uh, she sketched it, um, and uh, we'll have to show it there on the um, social media channels. So um, you can thank her for that. Um, Incidentally, uh, speaking of social media, we're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash anime radio, on Twitter at anime radio, and on Instagram at extreme anime radio. Well, um, we're probably going to call the show tonight uh, now uh, because I have some food on the way. I got to go for Mm. another one of those late dinners uh, before I uh, tuck it in, I think. Well, that's one of those things. I, I always try to eat first before doing a show like this because if I don't eat, I tend to want to just kind of yeah. fall asleep. I, I was going to, but I got preoccupied, uh, you know, uh, descending planes and flight simulator. Well, yeah, once you once you have your new toy, you play with your new toy. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a few things over over the last couple of days, including a selfie stick. There are times where... You'd want to be able to remotely, you know, take video, et cetera, and not have to try and, you know, push the button and hold the selfie stick and all that baloney. Hmm. So basically you just, you know, push it and you hold the selfie stick and you do, you do, your, you do right. your thing with it. Oh, that, you know, that reminds me of uh, Umi. Umi did the same thing, uh, and she recently did some Sarah photos uh, in her local garden. Uh, so thank you, Umi, for your latest Sarah cosplay photos. And I believe she used a device similar to what you're talking about. In fact, if you want to hold hold on just a second and see if I can reach it without hurting myself. Uh-oh. Ah. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay, so you take this, you do this, like so, and then you do this, and there's your selfie stick. Okay. But you can then angle up as you please. Very good, very good. Yes. And the remote is in the, in the box, and like I said... It's it's odd because I generally have this stuff delivered to work, mm-hmm. which of course doesn't work very well right now. Although you know there are people now going into the office occasionally, mm-hmm. so it's like I don't lose these packages. Before we go, Neff, uh, I was just flipping through Sora news, and apparently Burger King has another 
uh, interesting burger that's more widely available. Uh-oh. The Cheese Ugly Beef Burger. The Cheese Ugly Beef Burger. Are yes. ugly cows involved? <laughs> Actually, quite possibly. Uh, because oh, let's... let's Let's run through um let's run through these uh, ingredients here. Um it seems to be a um basically a whopper with cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. But they throw cheese and grill it over the bun. Okay. So you basically have to make sure, I'm sure they cool it down sufficiently so that, you know, when you grab onto said bun, you're not, you know, burning your fingers. Yeah. So the main ingredients contributing to the ugliness are buns made with Gouda, Egmont, mozzarella, and cheddar cheese. Woof. That is a lot of dairy right there. <laughs> so you, uh, you may have to take those dairy pills uh, before we bite into them. I, I was going to say, wait a minute. If you're if you're in any way lactose intolerant, this is not the burger for you. Oh yeah. Uh, but apparently, uh, this person from Soda News uh, gave rave reviews about it, having a lot of umami, which is essentially um, the extra savory sense uh, for the taste buds. Hmm. So definitely something to put on the list for when we can all return to Japan. Yes, which, uh, yeah, we, we keep asking the question, and we're going to keep answering the question, and we're going to sound like broken records, right? Well, let me put it this way. I'd like us to get past a very different border at this point. I mean, the Canadian-U.S. border is still shut down, oh, and boy. now I've been told, shut down till October. Yeah. I'm just going, yikes. <laughs> It'll probably be it'll probably extend every month until there's some sort of uh, concrete cure. Concrete cure, or the numbers go down. Right, exactly. Mm. Which right now, uh, I don't know. It doesn't look very good down there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's looking better than it has been. Right, but yikes! Again, <laughs> depending on what part of the country you're in. Yeah, this is uh, true. This is true. Also, we have, uh, I know we have some people who are on the west coast of the U.S. facing a lot of um, forest fires right now, so we hope mm-hmm. and, that they're all safe. Um, just another thing to put on 2020, basically. I was going to say, remember what I've said before, I'll say it again. 2020, I want it over, I want it gone. Thank you. <laughs> Well, uh, with that being said, uh, Neff, if you could please give us the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about anything you hear on this Extreme Radio podcast or any previous episode, drop us a line. You can do so at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or one of our social media channels, which you can access by going to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E, forward slash anime radio there you'll find links to our facebook page our twitter account our instagram account and uh, the sarah yoshida uh, fan account as well so uh again linktree uh is where we have a lot of our links right now 
If you try to go to AnimeRadio.net, it just redirects to um, the Anchor page. And on the Anchor page, we have a link to the link tree. So hopefully it keeps things nice and compact. Uh, when are you thinking for the next show? Uh, it's probably going to be either next Wednesday or the following Wednesday. Um, that's what it seems to be for the time being. Um, that is going to depend also on whether or not I can... And when, actually, I can successfully move uh, the new computer into this position in my bedroom and then hook up all the necessary cables and software. Because that will be another task of uh, uh, installing SAM, hooking up uh, the, um, the mixer board and everything. So um, mm. that, that, That's the big problem when you're hooking up a new computer moving over the software and the hardware because it's not a simple matter, and I'm dating myself here, of taking your disks, whatever, throwing them in the machine and going, okay, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, But uh, we'll keep you guys posted uh, on our Facebook page and our social media outlets as we usually do. So please uh, stay tuned uh, for... Uh, that update, uh, I'll let you know how the computer chugs along, and uh, maybe this computer will uh, help unlock uh, new and bright things for this Extreme Anime Radio podcast. we like to thank you guys again for your continued support through these interesting times, and uh, we'll be back next time to talk more about anime and Japanese culture. Until then, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for listening, and remember... Keep your ear out for the Extreme on Radio Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Uh